the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm your host, Edward Brown, and I'm proud to have as my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, one of California's fastest-growing mortgage investment firms, and Catherine Harris, CPA of Parati and Karat. Now, we have a phone number of 888-912-1190, and you're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for three vacations given away during this show. And the vacations are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Lighthouse Resort and Marina, which is located one hour northeast of San Francisco. And as a little disclosure, I have an interest in the company that manages the Lighthouse. So I am making that disclosure right but now. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Tell the weather is great. It's a nice long weekend, it sounds like. Very much so, yes. And uh, those vacations are free, but they do request a $100 cleaning fee to cover the housekeeping expenses. All right. One quick mention also I want to make is if you go to the Best of Investing website and you click on paintball, you can still get eighty over 80% off oh, that's right. on the tickets. So uh, take, I'm not going to explain it now, but just click on paintball and you'll see what I mean. Okay. And uh, the trivia theme today is just going to be general trivia. Uh, oh, so usually stumps me on that one. <laughs> I know. Actually, some of these are kind of hard, but it is general. All right. So Catherine, CP, Catherine Harris, CPA of Parati and Karad. What do you got for us today? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> guess what? It's guess what season it is. Sixty days and counting till my extended tax returns due. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even thinking about 2017 yet. Oh no, gosh, no. I know. I'm, no. I'm, I'm one of the clients you love to hate. I'm probably. Uh, you know. <laughs> you know what? You give me. You keep me busy during the summer. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm actually talking about back to school season. Mm. Here oh, we yes, are. That's right. I, I for us empty nesters, uh, we, I don't understand that. But well, empty nest. Well, I can't remember now. I, I wanted to, as I bring this article up your opinion on it. It, It's an article about college finances one-on-one and how to educate your children as they make that transition to college and more independence and more responsibility when it comes to money. And if coming back, what you guys think about uh, what you could have done differently. And I actually want to make the, what I want to make a change to this article. It shouldn't be college finances one-on-one. It should be like junior year, senior year of high school. Because I think yep. a lot of it really, they need to do this exercise beforehand while they're deciding what college to go to. Well, you know, a good point because my son went to a small private school when he was uh, from first grade to third grade. Mm-hmm. After first grade, I actually approached the principal and I asked, can I put a little curriculum together to teach business to the seniors? Because they said, I don't think any school that I know of. They don't. They don't it's, teach any business. It's, you know? it's a great idea. Did they yeah. say yes? They actually did. So great. I put a little curriculum together and I, I told them. It's so funny. One of the, on the first day of class, I, I sat him down and I said, 
you know how a lot of teachers say, you know, I want, you know, my class is important, blah, 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 be it science or, or math or whatever. I said, but I'm going to tell you, this class that I'm teaching is the most important class you will ever take. And I said, you will remember this class for yes. the rest of your life. And I wasn't kidding. No. Because I taught him about compound interest and rate of returns. and it's imp- How about stuff. balancing a, a checkbook. checkbook? Yes, we talked about Nowadays, that Nowadays, there are people don't. I mean, I don't. I do it. In, I check it almost every single day. So I almost yeah. balance it every day. So are there but, resources for, for helping your kids learn uh, about financing? Because I know my, my daughter... Uh, she went to the same small college that uh, Edward's uh, uh, son and daughter are going to currently. And we're just having a heck of a time keeping her within her monthly budget. Oh, well, sometimes it's easier to say, say easier to say than do. And it's kind of cutting them off. This is your allowance. That's what it is. They have yeah. to make means with it. And if they can't do it. They need to get a job. But daddy. Yeah. They, da- da- <laughs> well, see, that's the problem. See, that, with the and girls. I, see I'm a female. There's yeah. the problem. There it is. I know that those daughters and how they have, I guess, thank goodness I don't have a son. I imagine they could do it to me. Yeah. Yeah, not but, as easily. And it's, and it's, like I said, it's much easier said than done. But I think it, it also takes planning and reiteration. When I was growing yeah. up, my parents said, you're going to college or Marin. Okay. We'll pay you for two years. And then you're on your own. And Wow. They've been. They said that from the get go, and they you have to stick to it. It's so much and, easier and, and, when they're two, when you're like no ice cream, and then you can move on with your life. <laughs> well, now so hit, much harder when they have so much yes. more resilience and energy. Okay, behind okay it. so College of Marin, being for those who don't know, is is a community college uh, in uh, Marin County. Yes, and it, you know the funny thing is, is, is it was for me, it was actually it was excellent. I mean, it gave a really good foundation of the classes I needed, and then. Uh, it prepared me to go away, or not actually, I didn't go away, but I went to a, a university. Yeah. Um, but what about those people who, like, you know, what, what if you were the kind who really needed to get out of the house and go away to the dorms, et cetera? Well, there are there are other junior colleges in, in the state, and the, the JC system is a phenomenal system. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you can go to a state. So really what this article was talking about is really just it's going through that exercise of, of under, understanding – uh, student loans, and hey, that's lovely and great that you don't that you don't have to pay for school now. But if they, you need to get out and you need to pay for uh, room and board uh, away from home, you don't pay interest now. But when you get out, this is the terms: you compound interest, and you have generally a period of ten years is usually the is the general terms for okay. student repayment, student loan repayment. This is what your monthly payment's going to be. Hey, what, just throw a ball pa- ballpark number out there. Oh, you're going to make $50,000, $60,000. And to go through the exercise. This is how much you're going to make. This is what you're going to take home after. I've well, FICA had, takes a lot. I, I don't like it. him. I, I, exactly. And a lot yeah. of ch- kids coming out of college or having their first, especially if they did not work at all in yeah. high school. So they're coming out of college. That, they don't know that's that. The they first honestly. Question. Yeah, who's FICA? Exactly. Why are you taking all my money? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> and his friends. Yeah, what? his friends, exactly. Like, who's I SDI? Go. Yes, duh. <laughs> exactly. So they don't even know it, like, though they understand that, oh, income taxes, but they don't even understand some of the other taxes that come along with it. What cracks me up when, when people say, you know, well, I paid into unemployment and I deserve it. Well, actually, you didn't. <laughs> Your employer pays the unemployment. Yeah. You need to right. get, you have to be disabled. I, yeah, sure. If you yeah, want to disability. say, yeah, that go go do that one for you. Um, 
But go through the exercise. If you make this amount of money, and what's a logistic amount of money that you're going to make, in a, especially if they know what kind of career they're going into, uh, what's, what their income is going to be expected coming out of college. From there, take out lovely taxes. There, what your student loan is. Where are you think planning on living? Oh, let's just assume it's going to be a thousand for rent, and let them run through that exercise of, oh my gosh, that student. <laughs> Same thing, and, and kind of on slightly top, different topic, but it's building up credit. Yep. You want them to build up the credit. Uh, oh, absolutely. Okay, we'll get into that in just a minute. We're going to cut to our first commercial break. Here, here we go. Here, first trivia question of right. the new show. Yes. What two late 1950s Broadway musicals featured songs titled Maria? Okay, there were two uh, 1950s, late in the late 1950s Broadway musicals featuring the uh, song titles Maria. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. If you're the first caller, you're going to win that free question. Uh, Vacation. There we That's go. Right. All right. Stay with tonight? us. You're listening to The Best of <laughs> Investing. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Catherine Harris, CPA. I always have to ask, add that CPA on because... Then it makes it sound like we're, we have a really impressive show. Yes. She earned those that letters. Way, she yes. did earn those letters. Okay. What two late 1950s Broadway musicals featured songs titled Maria? I can't believe you found this question. <laughs> I have no idea. I feel Is one pretty... called Maria? Well, no, no, no. The, uh, the, the <laughs> I was saying was and Catherine wasn't even... Well, nearly born. born. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, born I know you 60s. know, <laughs> but I know you know these musicals. What's that? When, West, Side Story. West Side Story is one of them. And is that the sound of music? That yes, you're the sound of music. Oh, Very good. Got it. All right, uh, Mark. You wanted to ask Catherine. Uh, I, I did. You know, because because she CPA charges a lot of net, a lot per hour. You might as well ask her questions now. <laughs> get, you, get your answers your free, free here, right? So we're a show about investing, or we're supposed to be a show about investing. Although sometimes we kind of goof off a little bit uh, here at uh, the best me. of investing. Yes, of course, Edward. Um, but Catherine, I'm guessing that a lot of people don't realize that you can help people with um, like consulting, maybe not advising like a like a, a financial advisor. And of course, we should all have financial advisors to help us with our planning and retirement planning. But, you know, you work with clients and uh, consult on their investment strategies, portfolios, et cetera, don't you? I, I do provide that kind of outside the norm CPA services. Now, now why would someone... Well, maybe I can answer this question. I, I think that one of the one of the reasons why someone might want to share this with your CPA and and you in particular, Catherine, is because you're not you know you're not like a lot of um, investment advisors are paid by commission, and so there's not always a perfectly um, you know lack of uh, self interest uh, when you're dealing with a financial advisor. Yes, and so, you know it, it depends what your relationship is with your financial advisor, but a lot of people are paid by commissions and will want you to stay or remain in certain types, whereas you don't have that that issue at all. You can I get paid by the hour. So <laughs> I and and whether you accept my advice or not, I, I can move on with my life and go with it. So I whereas with a, exactly that with a financial advisor, they need you to stay 
depending there is potentially a conflict of interest there's mm-hmm. what is it is a fiduciary yeah. type of what's the technical there's one yeah, specifically fiduciary. a fiduciary, fiduciary yes. so it's great to go with an, or, a, an investment advisor that has that caliber to it just because they do are obligated to put your financial interest ahead of their own but I do think and I always talk to any clients uh, and I is that there's three important people in your life there's your CPA there's your financial advisor and then there's your estate attorney and those three people not necessarily have to be talking all the time to each other really depending on where you are in the stage of your life it may be good for them to all talk to each other but as you you should really talk to all three of them and make sure that they're all on the same page if you're hearing different advice from all of them then either somebody's not putting your best interest in front and your best interest to you they're not presenting that to you mm-hmm. or somebody's just not hearing what's important to you and are in this are lining up exactly with your interests i mean could it be just a matter of opinion it could also could be, be a matter be, okay. of opinion but i think that we're, but if you hear two people and it's also going through gut i always say it's like when you it's like your doctor. You want to trust your doctor. You yeah. want to trust your CPA. You yeah. want to trust your financial advisor. You want to trust your attorney. Well, and people change doctors more often than they're going to change CPAs. You, they do. It's true. They well, actually do. And here's the other thing that, that you bring up that I think is important. I'm really guilty of this, too. There were years where I would only really work with my CPA at tax time. And yet I kept thinking to myself, you know, I, I really need to meet with that person quarterly. You know, and, and maybe you don't meet with your, your trust attorney quarterly. Maybe you do an annual review with them. But if, if all you're doing is talking to your CPA once a year, you're not taking advantage of the, the breadth and, and wealth of their knowledge and information to take a look at your portfolio and take a look at your tax situation. Well, that moves well, since you brought that up, I'm going to move right into your email that sure. we received that said, uh, what are the strategies that I can use now to start year-end tax planning. Aha. Uh-huh. So this and is something we've just, yeah. this is the summertime, so we really should be thinking about the future. It really is. In August, that's where you, you have a great, you have seven, almost eight months underneath your belt, and you know where the next five months are kind of leading to. So it's a great time to talk to your CPA. Uh, really, the value of what I honestly feel, besides doing the tax work once a year, I love doing the tax planning and potentially, depending on what you have in your life, being more than just your CPA. Um, For some, I have an S corporation client who they just want to get their life a bit more organized. And I'm there trying to manage between their bookkeeper and them and their financial advisor to get their retirement plan going, make sure that they have the cash flow necessary to fund it and trying to reduce their taxes. And we're doing that now, planning for the next five months, because when they came to me I think it was early April of this year. We, there was nothing that could be done for 2015. So that's really the, those valued out of service. So if you are a small business owner, oftentimes you don't necessarily need a full blown controller, CFO. You have a stand, you just have a bookkeeper, but you do. It's, we could be a a, a a a place to go as a consultant for financial advice for a sounding board. If you're thinking about expanding ideas, credits that could be available to you. Hey, if you go into this one area, they offer credits if you employ in a certain area. There's, it's called enterprise zones. Um, mm. Or just, again, just being that, that another role for you besides just the person who calls and you talk to only for three times between January and April or in Mark's case until 
October. <laughs> but you know, October it's, it's, 15, it's, baby. Here it comes. <laughs> Whether I need it so, or not. <laughs> so the, the, the consulting really, and that's where you're, that's where you're going to get your bang for your buck is, is in the planning. And it, sometimes it does take several years of planning when yeah. you're in that, like the late fifties, early sixties, when you've got that five, 10 year time horizon before you're retiring and your income may potentially be lower, that's where we could potentially spread out a lot of the gain and have really great uh, low tax rates and built up a huge amount of, of after-tax dollars for you. And that's where you can get, especially if you need potentially a lot of cash a couple of years from now, you want to build up to it so you're not st- stuck between a rock and a hard place trying to get tax, or excuse me, trying to get cash all in one year. So the point is, is really you got to be proactive and we know it's hard. Is there anything that you do to try to encourage your clients to come see you more often for their own best interest? I do reach out to my, some of my clients just knowing that every, yeah. when I first meet with clients is usually when I, is that almost that intake year is get a sense of what's going on. If I see in their tax return, something's changing. If they've had children, we'll talk about their estate. Getting and, life, and, getting and life get insurance, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, well, welcome for the next fifteen yeah, yeah, years of your not, life. It's going to be this, and then for the next ten years, it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing that because I know that I do that now. Finally, with with my own uh, CPA for for my business, and I've got a CPA that specializes in, in the the private mortgage field that uh, I'm in, and we've got multiple entities, mortgage pool funds, etc. So it's kind of a complex niche type of thing. But prior to that, I actually ran through several different CPAs, and my goal was always I need you to be proactive. You need to reach out to me because I'm probably not going to call you. And they never did, except when it was tax time. Uh, it was really frustrating. Well, that's where I think we, it, it's that you did a good thing. And you said, I need sure. you to help me by yeah. being proactive. Yep. Because just like a doctor, we're not going to be the ones who are going to be calling you. Yep. But you need to help us let us know that that's what we want from us. Yes. Very good. I'll tell you what, we're going to cut to another commercial break here. Before we do, we do want to make a mention here for the Wine Garden Children's Center. So imagine your child cannot hear or speak what do you do? Where do you go? Check out the Wine Garden Children's Center in Redwood City. They provide innovative and effective services to children with hearing loss and communication difficulties. And in, uh, on October 29th, Saturday, at the Hyatt Regency in Santa Clara, starting at 5 p.m., they're going to have a masquerade party where they aim to unmask the silence for our children. So I like that. That's, that's sweet. Very, very sweet. So check them out at listenspeaklearn.org. All right. And we are going to our next commercial break. Trivia question here. Again, the theme is just general tri- trivia. Doha, D-O-H-A, is the capital of which Middle Eastern country? All right, the first caller with the correct answer is going to win a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. All right, Doha is the capital of which Middle Eastern country? Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Kampf and Catherine Harris, CPA. Second trivia question. Doha, D-O-H-A, is the capital of which Middle Eastern country? I don't know where you get these Stumped. questions. I know. Kazakhstan? No. <laughs> That's what he does at Orkestan? like three in the morning. Like. <laughs> I go on the internet. And They'll go, never get it. If I Wikipedia it, does that mean it's automatically accurate because it's on the internet? K, do you pronounce it Qatar? Q-A-T-A-R. Oh, Qatar, oh. I think it is. Qatar? Quater? 
Quasar. I would have gone Quasar. Quasar. No, yeah. Cutter, I think, is what I heard. Cutter? No, it's Kate. Qatar. 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 Like guitar, but with a K. Qatar. All right. So, Mark, we we have an email for you. It says, "How do you, or excuse me, how do changes in interest rates affect the returns you pay your investors?" Now, again, this is. A fairly new show for on KDOW. Right. We got new listeners. So I'm Mark Honf, president and broker of Pacific Private Money. We are an alternative uh, source of real estate financing for Bay Area homeowners and real estate investors. And we're called Pacific Private Money because the money we use to fund our loans comes from private individuals. Uh, and most of those people are also Bay Area residents. So we take... Uh, money from uh, private capital, and we make real estate loans. We don't borrow our money from the Fed. Uh, we don't get it at super cheap interest rates through the government. We, uh, If you've ever um, borrowed uh, privately, uh, sometimes it's, it used to be called hard money, and it's still called hard money in a lot of circles, although uh, the industry is so much different today um, in the wake of Dodd-Frank and all the new, you know, we're, we're a very regulated industry nowadays, uh, in an industry that really wasn't regulated 10 years ago. So the private money lending industry really exists to kind of be a plan B for people when plan A fails. We don't really compete with bank financing. You should always get bank financing for a real estate transaction, you know, bank or conventional financing, that is. Um, but when you can't, or if you have a need for speed, which is really the primary driver for a lot of our clients who come to us, they've got a deal that has to close by next Friday, and either they're, um, you know, they made a fast offer, Offer and they need um, a, a privately funded loan that can close quickly, or maybe they w- believe they were going to get the conventional financing and it glitched last minute. That those are typical. We're not really the lender of last resort like uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago, where if you were, you know, in financial distress personally, you would uh, come to us for a hard money loan. There are still companies like that out there, but that's not what we do at Pacific Private Money. Pacific Private Money, we really exist to help. Uh, people close quickly on a real estate transaction when bank financing is not coming through on time or it's not an option because uh, speed is uh, uh, of the essence. So so we do you know very conservative loans, meaning uh, um, we generally don't lend more than 70% loan to value, so we're more conservative than the banks. Uh, and there's usually a quick payoff. There's usually, we call it an exit strategy in the business, which means uh, there's a, we, we've, we can point towards an event where that borrower can pay us back with cheaper financing, with bank financing, or maybe they're borrowing the money because they're going to fix and flip the property. Uh, many people might not be aware that uh, if you're not a flipper, if you're a flipper, you know this. If you're not a flipper, you probably don't know that Banks generally don't make loans to flippers. That's just not the market they're in anymore. They may have done it 10 years ago, but they're not doing it in 2016. So so we're really making short-term loans secured by real estate here in the Bay Area um, to people that can't get the money from the bank. But most of our borrowers have good credit. They've got income. They can afford to make the monthly payments on our loan, and they know how they're going to pay us back usually within a year. And so we have investors that enjoy the fact that we can pay, and, and get this, we, we generally pay 8% or higher to our investors. Um, uh, 
through through uh, these secured real estate notes. And there's a couple of ways that people invest with us. They invest either through uh, one of our existing mortgage pool funds. That's where we pool the money together, and we as the broker determine which loans we're going to select for the fund, or we do also work with uh, select uh, accredited high net worth individuals. Uh, we prefer people who are experienced note investors, meaning they've done, they've participated in trust deed investing in the past. They know how to play the game, so to speak, and they can make a very fast decision because generally speaking, people call us you know, on a Wednesday and they've got to close, you know, sometime next week, you know, so we we're we're into fast financing. So um, now that I've kind of set the stage for who we are, I'm forgetting what the question was. The, the question is, how do changes in interest rates affect ah, the that's returns right. you pay to your investors? Well, so in, in private money, we're really not interest rate uh, sensitive. So, um, um, private money loans in the Bay Area, while they've been trending down, like for example, a few years ago, 11 or 12% was not an unusual cost of a short-term uh, privately funded loan. Um, nowadays, uh, 10%, 9%, even 8% is not unusual. It just kind of depends on who the borrower is, their credit score and, and, uh, and balance sheet. Uh, also, the loan-to-value, if it's a 50% loan-to-value, and we do get a lot of requests for people who just need some stopgap finance maybe it's 40 or 50% of the transaction. Uh, in those cases, we can be uh, more competitive, so to speak. It's still not going to be anywhere near approaching bank financing, which, of course, is now less than 4% um, in, in, in many cases. But uh, 8 9 10% is the, is the cost of money. And, um, you know, interest rates are going to, you know, go up. They're predicted to go up in the short term uh, uh Maybe not so much, but in the longer term, over the next two to three year horizon, we're looking at uh, uh, interest rates probably, mortgage rates, that is, probably heading towards 5 maybe even 6%, depending on what happens in the real estate So would cycle. you guys still be at 9 10%? You know, probably. It really depends. There's just a lot of money in the Bay Area right now looking to invest in these notes. It used to be called the best-kept secret in investing. Not so much anymore. Uh, uh, I, I would tell you, we at Pacific Private Money are one of the reasons why it's not such yeah. a best kept secret anymore because we talk about it on the radio, we have newspaper ads, we blog about it, we write about it, and, and we have a monthly and we have a monthly um, investor yeah. meeting at our offices in downtown Nevada every month. The last Wednesday of the month, uh, we do a presentation about how mortgage investing works the safety and security features of mortgage investing and the types of uh, mortgage investing options you have from individual notes, which are, uh, which by the way, are getting actually really very, very competitive. It's yeah. getting harder and harder as an individual investor to find the best individual notes out there to invest in because so many people are after them, which is, which is why we're really bullish about our mortgage pool fund right now. Our mortgage pool fund is really designed to allow us at the company to cherry pick the best loans we see uh, and put those in our fund. In fact, our fund just, uh, we just cracked 20 million uh, this month uh, in uh, assets Congrats. under management. Wow. So mm -hmm. we are growing. We're looking to grow that fund to 50. We can only accept accredited investors in this fund. Unfortunately, that's the law. It's not our, not by our choice. <clears throat> accredited meaning you have a net worth of at least a million dollars, not including the equity in your home. So if you are an, you know, a, a by definition, if you qualify as a, as an accredited investor and you want more information on how you can earn 8% or more 
We take IRA money. We take trust money. It doesn't matter where the money comes from. We can pretty much take any type of investment capital in our mortgage pool fund. But for more information, go to our website. Um, in fact, the fund has its own website, PacificMoneyFund.com. That's our website for investors, PacificMoneyFund.com. Or just call us. We're at uh, uh, 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150. And, Catherine, uh, we forgot to uh, ask uh, you to give your information oh, out for people. I was giving such great information. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't handle it. I, I'm Catherine Harris, and I can be reached at 415 8500. Always a good idea to call your CPA. Call Kara, Call Catherine. All right, we're going to go to another trivia question here and then go to a break. Which of Hitler's deputies flew to Scotland in 1941 to try and negotiate peace with the UK? All right, that's our question. Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller, you're going to win that free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt and Catherine Harris, CPA. Here is our last trivia question. Which of Hitler's uh, deputies flew to Scotland in 1941 to try and negotiate peace with the U.K.? Uh, yeah. It's a name you'll you'll have heard. Himmler, Goebbels, Gerbil, Bob, Gerbil, <laughs> Gerbil, Gerbils. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm going to negotiate peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is that how Gerbil song? <laughs> no, uh, Rudolf Hess. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I know. I'm that. sorry. Uh, again, we, we're, we're starting off with hard ones questions next time. No, a little easier ones. Okay. Right. Tune in next week. We're going to have easier trivia questions. Please. We okay. promise. Yeah. <laughs> research for them at like four in the morning not the two in the morning okay. two in the morning of the energy yes, four you four don't yeah. <laughs> all right um okay so mark um give us an example of some of the loans that you've funded recently you know because you talk about why people would borrow money from you well yeah and so it and so this conversation is really for the realtors and mortgage brokers out there listening although it would be for consumer too um we get the vast majority of our loan requests from mortgage brokers and from realtors. They call us with a client that they can't help yet. They know they can help get them into conventional finance, but there's a transaction uh, that's happening right now or contemplated, and they know that they can't close for them conventionally. And so what? here's a couple of examples. Um, you own your your client or you if you're the consumer you're in your house now you want to buy you want to move up or you want to move down you want to buy the next house but you don't want to sell first and you also know that given how competitive the markets are still in the bay area and that's not going to change anytime soon you really are not going to be able to get the house you want with a contingency that you have to sell your home first. That's just that's just not happening. Until we're in a buyer's market again, and God only knows when that's going to be, you're not going to be able to get the house you want with contingencies like that. Uh, and so, so what do you do? Uh, well, maybe you've got good credit and you've got money in the bank and you think, well, I should be able to buy 
uh, uh, my target home before selling my other one, and then I'll just sell it, and you know I'll move into the target home and sell my other one. And then you go to your mortgage broker, and he tells you he does all the ratios and calculates. Yes, you make good income. Yes, you've got a good credit score. But thanks to all the new Dodd Frank restrictions on lending and ability to repay calculations, it's gotten a lot tougher now to qualify for bank financing. And you, you know, rudely discover that. No, you don't qualify to have two simultaneous mortgages, large mortgages. So what do you do? Well, there's an option available to you to go to private money. We can help you capture the house that you want to move into using a private money loan. Is it expensive? Yes, it's more expensive, but it's an opportunity. It's a it's uh, you build the cost into basically the acquisition of the home. We make it really easy. That's that's the good part about it. And so we can capture the help you capture the property by lending you in fact we can even lend you up to 100% of the purchase price now didn't i just say in the last segment that we don't go more than 70% loan to value yes i did well guess what if you've got equity in your existing home we can cross collateralize we can make you one loan that is secured by the target property and your existing property that is equal to 100% of the acquisition price. And then when you sell your existing home, you'll pay down a portion of the loan. And then when you're ready to conventionally refinance uh, um, your, your new home, then you pay us off in full. So that's a, that's a typical example. Um, and other examples are just, uh, we had a situation where um, a person bought a new home, the contractor built it for them. Uh, they went to close on the transaction. The contractor called them up and said, okay, well, you got a couple of weeks now to close this thing. And they pulled the, the mortgage broker re-pulled the credit on the borrower that had already been qualified and approved for a loan and found out that there was a tax lien unexpectedly appeared out of nowhere on their credit report. And oh, guess, no. And, and guess what? It was wrong. <gasps> that I've had that happen. Had yes. So, you know that. so their, yeah. their, the deposit on this house was non-refundable. They were going to lose $50,000. The contractor was going to sell it to the backup offer because they're, they weren't going to give them three months to figure this out. Well, as you say, how long does it take for the IRS to figure that out? Well, oh. it actually took six, six months, months to correct. Yeah. So so what to do? Well, that, that mortgage broker happened to know uh, a person who said, hey, call those guys at Pacific Private Money. They can do consumer real estate transactions. Yeah. That's the other thing we do at Pacific Private Money that a lot of private money and hard money lenders do not do. Many are not doing consumer home loans today because the regulations are so much stricter. The underwriting and disclosures are are uh, very uh, well; they're strict, and and many hard money lenders just don't want to bother with that extra licensing and extra staffing that they have to do, and the extra legal they have to pay to learn the underwriting and disclosure guidelines that you need to do for consumer lending. So again, if you're a mortgage broker or a real estate professional or a consumer who's looking for options on how to uh, close quickly and easily on your next purchase transaction, consider using a private loan uh, from through Pacific Private Money. So again, for our brokerage site, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com for more information on that. Very good. Now, Catherine, before we cut to our break, you wanted to bring up some fraud that was going on. Yes. So this is... I. As a CPA, I do taxes, but I also do audit work, audit work and review work for businesses. And I feel like this is the best of investing. Oftentimes we think of one side of the equation, which is 
earning money. We also have to look at the other side of the equation and where can we save money or not lose money. Um, And in the audit world that I, I am in for the next four or five months, that's pretty much what I am doing when I go into the client's offices. And I try to let them understand how important it is to have three or four major internal controls. And if that you don't have those in place, not good things can happen to you. And that's one thing that happened to one of our clients. Um, the executive director of a nonprofit was taking money out of the bank account. And when they presented the board with bank statements or the financial statements, he was reporting the activity as if the cash was still in existence. And Ooh. he withdrew more than a half of a million dollars. Oh. <laughs> yes. So to that, and, and you, most nonprofit, it was a small nonprofit. And so the board was, again, they thought they were getting everything. They trusted the individual. There's a great thing about having trust, but there's also, you've got to be, you've got to have the controls. And, and for most clients and then people I talk to, if you're in the position of the bookkeeper or in a position of where you maintain the books, it's in your best interest to have somebody check your work so that they don't have to come easily pointing at you. And isn't it true that a lot of times when uh, employees go on vacation, the ones who handle the money. Oh, yes. that's when it gets that's discovered. That's when it gets discovered. discovered. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what I was just going to, I would end with is a couple of the most important controls to have is always have two people or if you're the owner of a business, get your bank statements. Have them either delivered to your house, either have them, you go online and download them from the bank, uh, from the from the bank and look at it. Does it look right? Should I have this amount of money in my bank account? Wow, did I really pay this one person this amount of money? Is payroll coming out at a time when I expect it? Is payroll about what I expect it to be? You know, I thought I was going to get this $10,000 deposit in my bank. I don't see it. Why is it not there? Yeah. Make it look or look at it as if it's your own personal bank account. And you want to know everything that's going in and out. You don't need to do it every single month. And you don't have to scrutinize necessarily every single transaction. But no one's going to know your business more than you. Take a look at it. Make sure it makes sense to you. And if something doesn't make sense, don't necessarily go to the person that you think maybe have to answer it. If you have suspicion, go around. Oh, absolutely. And if if you're a big enough business, if you've got more than one employee, if you've got several employees, you should take a look at your payroll separately. Again, download it yourself or have it delivered to you unopened first. You look at it. Do you know the names on there? Yeah. Did you make sure that that compensation that you, that did you approve this com- this commission or this bonus or why yeah. is this person getting just common sense? Common sense will get you a long way and save you dollars. I, mean, I guess every once in a while you have to do some forensic accounting, don't you? Yes, yes, we do some friends accounting. And again, we defer about six months of the year, I do audit work. So, gotcha. CSI, CPA. (laughs) Exactly. All right. (laughs) Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. When we come back, we're going to have some interesting closing comments. Don't touch that dial. We'll also have a summary of the show. For more information on this program, call 888 912 1190. That's 888 912 1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Catherine Harris, CPA. Mark, why don't you summarize for us what's uh, what's our show about today? So, at uh, well, we talked about how in uh, private money lending, 
there's probably a lot that most people just don't know. They think they might know what a hard money loan is or a privately funded loan is, but uh, I'm betting that they don't realize how much the industry has changed these days. So we serve two types of clients at Pacific Private Money, borrowers who need fast, reliable financing. Usually speed is the issue, uh, and sometimes it's just because bank financing is not available to help them close that real estate transaction. We exist to help in those situations. Yes, the money is not as inexpensive as bank financing, but again, if it's if you want that property and you need reliable financing, we save transactions. That's, that's the business that we're in. The flip side, the other clients we serve is that we help people earn great yields on their savings in IRA accounts. Say that interest well, rate again. I mean, well, eight, that's, that's assuming you think earning 8% is a good rate. It's, eh, <laughs> uh, uh. We're, We've been paying 8% of the Pacific Private Money Fund. Uh, now, past performance is not a promise of future results. I always have to say that. But we've been paying through our fund. For, the fund's been in existence for 36 months now, actually 37 months, and we have never failed to pay a, a monthly distribution with an annualized rate of 8% or more. The fund is designed to pay out about 8% to its investors. We charge about 10% for our money, sometimes a little bit less. We also throw in the points that we originate. A portion of the points goes into the fund as well. So that's how we're able to get the, the yield to our investors. So it's a very effective, very effective yield. And, and if you don't know about mortgage investing, you owe it to yourself to investigate this because we all know that we're 10 years into near zero savings rates. We're 10 years into a stock market that's gone up, it's gone down, it's gone up, it's gone down. I mean, yeah, we're at all time highs right now, but how far ahead are you really over the last five years, over the last 10 years? If you're not looking at alternative sources for income and growth that is not the stock market, that is not bonds, that is not CDs or money market accounts. If you really want to to learn how you can earn with safety and security features not available in the stock market, how you can earn returns of 8% or more. And it's not an annuity either. Right. It's not an annuity. <laughs> it's not a REIT. So, you know, you need to investigate mortgage investing. You owe it to, you, you owe it to yourself. You know, I'm fully, you know, uh, Edward and I are both, uh, you know, we're both uh, baby boomers ourselves. We know that most people are not on track to retire successfully. You need to boost the yields, uh, the overall yields you earn in your savings and retirement accounts. And one of the best ways to do that is take a portion of your retirement savings and investigate investing that money into and, alternative. And one of the things I like about it is the fact that what you pay in one month is more yeah. than I'm earning in a year. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you're tired of earning the pennies or dollars on hundreds of <laughs> So we call it mortgage investing, and but what we really mean is trustee investing and mortgage pool funds. You should investigate both. There are pr- there are differences, and we can talk about that in another show, but the, the about the uh, compare and contrast uh, uh, note investing versus mortgage pool fund investing. All right. Also, check out our website, bestofinvesting.com. Uh, you can have links to Mark there. Uh, Catherine, we've got a quick minute. What do, sure. Uh, kind of out. going off of what Mark said about re- retirement, and uh, if you need a CPA or I would love to be a CPA that works with you to look over your your investments and where you are and what you plan for the next five to ten years and seeing if you're on track and being a sounding board I have a lot Mark is a great referral for me or other investors where I can suggest where you need to go or what you need to do in the next five to ten years to reach those retirement goals and that's really something that a CPA can provide above and beyond 
being there to prepare your tax return each year. Very good. And I can be reached at 415-461-8500. All right. So go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. There you go. Okay. Here's our (laughs) thoughts for the day. Three types of days in your life. Good days give you happiness. Bad days give you experience. Worst days give you a lesson. Uh Mm. And putting your phone away and paying attention to those talking to you, there's an app for that. It's called Respect. (laughs) <laughs> all right. I love that one. You like that one? Yes. All right. Hey, how many times do we not pay attention to the person, especially if you're out to dinner with your wife? I can't listen to you That's, on my phone. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free vacations for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. Opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.